What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. This liftoff episode is brought to you by a very good friend of mine, a guest on this podcast, Nick Kelly, one of my favorite people um, of all time, simply because he's such a good person with great energy. And I think he absolutely crushed this sales training. Super proud of him for his growth in business and his ability to share the things that he's doing in such a uh, a really great way. So uh, Nick Kelly is the absolute man. He knocked this liftoff presentation out of the park, and I'm excited to share it with you right now. Contractors all over the world are wanting more, more time, more freedom, more impact. The way we do this is through implementing systems, processes, standards. Welcome to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Here we hit business strategy, coaching, mindset, motivation, the tools you need for success. So strap in, listen up, and get ready to grow on the Contractor Secrets Podcast. All right, Nick, uh, go ahead, man. I'm going to let you take it over, brother. You're, Sounds you're, you're good, on. baby. Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, let's throw some trophies in there, man. This has been amazing. I've been here from start to finish, man, and I love this kind of stuff. If it wasn't for stuff like this and the PCA, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now today, guys. So I got some nice fire for you. I'm going to give you a little bit of background about me. Okay, I'm Nick. I'm owner of Elite Paint Home Renovations. We're uh, stationed in Metro Detroit, Michigan. Um, we've used dope. We've used dope uh, postcards. Um, we use them for our signs as well. Um, we actually sent out cookie boxes, customized cookie boxes to all our favorite customers. Um, we do Christmas cards to every job that we did this year. Um, very cheap option. And uh, we actually got, I think we sold 42,000 on return customers just from sending them a $20 cookie box. So it's definitely something, definitely different than the digital marketing, what everybody else does mostly nowadays, right? You definitely want to get around there. But I'm Nick. Um, big family guy. Okay. Um, when I started this company, most important thing to me was spending time with my family, getting more time with my family, but actually being there, not just, you know, spending a couple hours with them, um, being able to help mold my children into the human beings that I want them to be. And I think that is very, very important because a lot of guys get on here and they're talking about 10 million, 5 million, 3 million, and that's great. Um, but that doesn't necessarily what you have to aim towards, right? Uh, it might be just a couple guys. You'll be able to go on vacation when you want, um, have a profitable company with some systems in line, right? Um, that's a win, guys. So it does. it's not all about uh, revenue all the time, okay? I want everybody to be sure of that. I'm an old union painter. Um, I used to paint. Um, I used to do a bunch of side work while I painted. So what I did was uh, kind of figured out I could make more money. I started making, you know, doing one side job, two side jobs a week. And, and making double my pay for 40 hours in the union. So uh, I decided to do my own thing. I was selling the jobs myself. Um, I went from less than 100K in revenue when I was doing side work to 1.2 million in less than three years. Um, and, and that has a lot to do with the people I met from the painting contractors group. Um, the PCA literally changed my business, okay? I did not have the money to go to PCA like the profit, okay? Um, I, I took a whim, um, um, Success is all about taking risks, right? So I, I I made the investment and it was the best decision I ever made in my life, literally, like in my business for sure, I should definitely say. Um, drip jobs, 
when it came out and I was still, you know, kind of in the field, didn't have, not really in the field, but, you know, kind of stopping out of jobs, project managing, um, plus, you know, taking calls and things like that. It was a complete lifesaver. If you do not have an admin or a secretary, I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest drip jobs, guys. Okay. Um, I'm going to get into this slideshow. We're going to talk about some sales, um, just kind of basically from before the sale, during the sale, after the sale, the follow-up. I think, you know, a lot of guys obviously want to close on the spot, guys, but if we don't close on the spot, what do we do after? And uh, I sell tons of work because we go on a lot of like $10,000, $15,000, um, $20,000 residential interiors plus cabinets plus banisters, right? Um, sometimes these people need a, a minute to think. They're like, oh my gosh, I'm about to spend 20 grand on my house, right? So I'm going to get right to it. Let me uh, screen share this real quick. All right, guys, can you guys see my screen? All right, perfect. Let me drop this up and let's get into the gritty. All right. All right. So like I said, this is Nick. This is my family. Um, they mean the absolute most to me. Um, this is what I get up. I work hard. I do what I got to do um, each and every day. Um, one big thing with sales that I always like to let everybody know is uh, mind state, being happy, right? Like you guys probably heard my music in the background. Um, I was listening to Drake. That's my man. I like Drake. You know what I mean? But gets me pumped up, gets me in the right mood to, to come in here and just crush it. Right. So like, you know, sometimes you guys might be having a bad day at home, um, business, something's going on with your, your crew, something like that. Right. Um, you got to snap out of that. People can sense that stuff. Right. So, you know, I got a playlist I throw on sometimes, you know, I'm not always having the greatest day, um, but I, I can always change it anytime that I want. Right guys. So super important. So let's get to it. Sales with Nick Kelly. All right. Um, let me, uh, bring this up over here so I can see. All right. So sales are essential aspect of any business. They are responsible for generating revenue and driving growth. The success of a company is largely dependent on its sales process. Guys, if you can sell work, even if you're getting a low volume of leads, you're going to be all right. Okay. So sales is huge. Like sales is what makes me never nervous. I always know if I need to go sell a job, I'm just gonna get on the phone. I'm gonna get some, get in someone's in front of someone. I'm gonna sell them. Right. Okay. And, uh, what it also does is it maintains relationship with customers and can lead to repeat business and positive word of mouth advertising. Those are our favorite customers, guys. I close 72% of, of word of mouth customers, right? So I want those, right? So I'm trying to do anything and everything possible to have them tell all of their family about it. We just did a job in um, West Bloomfield in Michigan, right? Okay. Did a great job for, and they were kind of a difficult client, right? I got six cabinet jobs after that from their friends, six, six. So huge. And I mean, average cabinet job for us is around seven grand. So huge stuff. So we're going to talk about things to help your business before the sale to make you an A plus prospect. Um, people want to spend their money with what to do while you're on the estimate, setting your customer up for that. Yes, that we all want. And uh, if we get a no when presenting some great follow up and strategies to turn that no into approved estimate. OK, guys, I close. I just closed an eighteen thousand dollar job a week ago and she had been in my pipeline for three months, I think a little over three months. And I've been following up with a hug, Jason Phillips. I got that from Jason Phillips, a hug, touching base with her every week, right? If she's answering the phone and she's not telling me no, and she's my ideal client, I'm calling them. So things that help uh, get your business, things to help make you an A-plus prospect before walking in the door, okay? CRM, guys, I already touched base on it. You want to look professional, okay? 
When you're a smaller company, you have to look the part. When I first started, I bought a brand new truck. I wouldn't recommend it. I wish I wouldn't have done that right away, but I bought a brand new truck. Um, I wrapped all of my vehicles, okay? Um, I, I branded, this is North Face. I got Nike on, branded. I branded everything. I wanted to walk in the door and I wanted to present myself like I'm a big dog so I can charge them the correct amount of money that I need to. A lot of guys walk in there, uh, a messed up truck, you know, some, some paint all over themselves, right? Walk in the house and they expect to get the highest price. Doesn't always happen that way, guys. You got to understand, you know, people see you looking clean, trucks clean, and now you're charging them more than the next three guys, right? Um, I'm going to be more, more enticed to spend money with you, right? So professional brand, okay? Huge, man. Wraps, company swag, professional logo. Stuff is super important, guys, all right? Um, what we do is we send out a drip to tell our story about how my dad was a painter, how I was a union guy, how family's super important to me, how we don't work Saturday and Sunday so my crews can spend time with their families, right? Um, people buy people. I mean, yet we all are selling the same service here, guys. We, we do it a little bit better than others. We have a little bit more value here and there. But if, if they like me, I have a way better chance of selling them than you do, okay? So be personable, all right? presentation folder. This is one thing. People tell me this all the time. Okay. Oh my gosh. You're the only guy who left us, you know, license, insurance, right? Step-by-step -step process. What, what does this look like after this? Right. Even though you're explaining it to them, just in case, just in case you get that no, right. Um, I want to be top of mind. So when they're thinking about these other ones, they got my, their folder right in my hand, looking at all the nice stuff that I put in there. Right. Um, we put other content in there as well. Like, you know, about us, what products we use, um, our training, you know, uh, our thorough background checks for our employees, things of that nature, right? Um, I think those things are very important to separate you from your competition because you're trying to set yourself up to make it easier for you to close that person, right? So I try to do everything in my power before I step foot on that job to make it as easy as possible to say for them to say yes, right? Content, content. You guys look me up, look at my stuff. I try to make fire content, right? It's important, man. Like I want my content to look better than everybody else's. I'm taking videos, um, walkthrough videos. That's another thing. Take pictures of your guys working. Before and afters are great, okay? But people want to see your team and your company swag knocking this big job out. That's what they want to see. Or they want to see me walking a job, you know, in the beginning of the job when it's all wood trim and then it's painted white by the end and everything looks beautiful, right? They want to see what the process is like working with your company. And what better than to show them social proof with walkthrough videos and things of that nature, okay? Bring samples. We're big cabinet guys. I got a, a sample. Back end is primer, front end is top coat, right? Um, back end, I let them take a screwdriver to it. If I don't have my screwdriver, I have a video of me taking a screwdriver to the exact paint on an exact sample, right? So social proof is really going to help you guys um, already, you know, be ahead of the curve when you walk into that door, right? If they've already seen all your walkthrough videos, they've seen all that. You know how many times I walk into someone's house and say, I watched all your videos uh, yesterday knowing that you were coming today. And I'm just like, oh, that's awesome. I mean, I make fun of myself when I make the videos. I'm not going to lie. I think it's funny, but people love it, right? So do it. Get reviews, get reviews, get reviews, get reviews. Um, that's one thing that I, I prided myself on. I made sure I did everything possible to get good reviews. I'm still at a 5.0. We're over uh, almost at 160 right now. Um, super important testimonials we're getting into this year. Um, that's something we, I just learned from Steve from DYB. Um, so that's another big way, social trust builder. That's what you want. And this is one thing that nobody does. And I don't understand. I do my wife all the time. It's kind of funny, but role play, role play. You guys ever try and sell your wife? 
and then see what her rebuttal is, right? And then try and objection handle her, right? If you don't practice, you think Michael Jordan became the best basketball player by just, you know, showing up? No, he was he was practicing. Practicing harder than everybody. Getting in the gym earlier than everybody, right? So put those reps in. Some people are natural at it. Some people aren't. Even if you're a natural, I'm, I'm a natural salesman and I still role play, okay? Branded vehicle. This is one of our branded vehicles. Um, but well, everybody knows that, you know, everybody knows we're painting. They're showing up. Looks nice and pretty. Um, we, we use the same bands as Nick Slavic. Um, we love them. So this is before the estimate, guys. Tonality. Okay. So like when someone calls me, hey, this is Nick from Elite Paint. How can we help you today? Right. Or, hey, Sharon, this is Nick. Uh, just want to touch base with you. Right. Uh, we don't like to say that anytime. Touch base. Uh, just checking in. Those kind of things. Really stay away from that, okay? That's one thing you don't want to do. But you want to sound excited, guys. If you're more excited about doing my job, I know you take pride in it. I know you're like, oh my gosh, this guy can see what I want to see already, right? So make sure you're doing that. Um, customer service voice, right? My mom, she used to be a secretary. So, so put on that, hey, how's it going? You know, type deal. It doesn't have to be fake, but you don't want to be like, hey, this is Nick. Oh, you're calling? I mean, that's just not going to sell anybody, right? I, I want them to be like, man, I talked to that guy from Elite. He was just, he just sounded so excited to do my project. I want to do business with him, right? So super, super important, guys, okay? Take notes. When people are calling in, like if you have a secretary, if you don't, even if you're answering the calls, take notes, okay? And ask questions, ask targeted questions, okay? That allow them to open up about some of their pain points. People love to talk, guys. You know, if you give them the opportunity, you just kind of, sometimes it's an awkward pause, but just kind of let them tell you the story. Like uh, Tanner was saying earlier, let them tell you the story. And, and I write and take note of those. So I already have pain points to push when I walk and step foot in the door. I'm more prepared than the other guys. You know what I mean? Because of before the estimate, right? So make sure you're taking notes as well. Confirm your appointment. This is one thing. I don't understand it. It's courteous, right? Like, I love it. Like, when I just got work done, um, I just got my kitchen done, right? Um, I love it. The guy would call me and say, even though he's going to be on time, hey, uh, hey, this is Johnny. We're coming. Uh, we're still going to be there on time. Just want to let you know we're in route. Awesome. So we call and confirm. I have my secretary call and confirm the morning of, hey, Nick's going to be there at 1030. Awesome. And then when I'm actually going from the last estimate to the next, I'm calling to let them know I'm on my way. People like that. Be courteous. You know what I mean? Think you got to put yourself in the customer's shoes. I think so many times we're trying to just be the best salesman, right? Oh, I want to be the best salesman. But really you need to be, put yourself in your ideal customer's shoes and how would you want someone to present to you? How would you want someone to sell you, right? It's super important, guys, okay? Um, strategic parking, okay? Park your trucks. I usually park right in front of the door, okay? So when I'm walking up, they can see my nice branded truck, right? Um, my nice branded clothes. They see I look nice, right? I like to look, I used to go, you know, doused in paint too. So I've sold jobs like that as well, but I've gotten a lot better rapport um, with the more expensive jobs walking in there looking like this, you know, and I'm trying to sell some over $25,000. Um, it, it makes it a lot easier for them to spend money with me looking like this, right? Um, we get a lot of flack back and forth. That I've done it both ways. Um, I was done a lot less um, average job size before, but with the bigger jobs, I feel like it helps me. Right. Um, go blue. Let's go national champ, but observe, uh, observant engagement. Okay. So when I'm walking up, I'm looking for a, a Michigan state, you know, flag, a Michigan flag, a kid senior athletic science, you know, how they got like their kid plays volleyball, 
right? Well, I got four kids. I'm looking for anything to relate to them, to make this not feel like I'm just trying to take their money. Okay. Um, it, that's what works for me. Okay. Like I try to be personable. I try to make it like Tanner was saying, like, like about 0.5% about paint, right? I can figure that out in all of five minutes. Okay. Um, the rest of it, I really try to aim at, you know, making it feel like they're walking the job with a friend and now we're bullshitting about little things. Right. Um, you don't want to do that too long. You don't want to like, you know, swerve so far away from the estimate that they've totally forgot about that they're trying to, that, that they're trying to give you money, right? But you still want to find common ground and you want to bullshit with them like they're your, you're their friends. You know what I mean? So the approach creates a more comfortable atmosphere. And that's what we're trying to do. You want these people to feel comfortable with you in their home already because they're about to have you and your team in their home. Okay. So make sure you guys are building rapport, making them feel comfortable, crack some jokes, be yourself. That's what I do. You know, I'm, I just be myself. I naturally am funny. I naturally outgoing. So I just try to purvey that to my customers as well. Right. Now we're going during the estimate. These are all, those are all things we want to do before. Okay. As we're walking up. Right. So show up on time, guys. It's so crazy to me. Um, still till this day that people are showing up late. I mean, you're going to go into this place, right? And you're going to sit here and tell these people that, oh, my guys are going to be here on time, all this stuff, and you're 15 minutes late, okay? Show up on time. It builds value. That's what we're trying to do. Once I'm, you know, 10 minutes early, knock on the door on time, right? Walk in, and then I start my spiel, and we're and we're going there talking, and I'm talking about how, you know, they're not going to have to worry. If someone calls in, I'm still going to have someone here on time, right? Well, if I showed up 15 minutes late, that's not going to sound that great, right? Okay? Before even knocking on the door, though, make sure you're familiarizing yourself with those um, pointers or tips or pain points that you got from the initial call when you were scheduling the estimate as well. Like uh, my secretary puts notes, right? In um, the drip jobs, right? They got little notes, each customer. So I take a peek at those. Um, so I know some of the points that I'm hitting when I go in there. Be prepared, guys. The more prepared you are, the easier it is to sell. All right? And this is my favorite. Be confident. Be confident. I'm confident. You want to know I'm confident? Because I literally honestly believe that if they go with anybody else, they're doing themselves a disservice. We're going to give them the best quality job. I'm going to make sure of it. My team's going to make sure of it, right? You got to be confident in everything though. Your price, your process, you are the best option for them. Like that's what you have to have in your head. If you don't think that, then you need to go back to the drawing board and make sure that you can walk onto a job and know that you are their best option, okay? Own it. Own that shit. You know what I mean? And like, I was telling you, listen to music to get pumped up. That's something I do. You know, I want to, I want to get out of that fog. If I was just having, you know, have a hard conversation with one of my employees or something like that. I want them to think I'm having the best possible day of my life. And everything that I'm telling them is correct and true. And that's because I honestly believe it, guys. I built my company to honestly believe that. Okay. Um, so dictate the estimate. I just heard Eric kind of talk about this. He made a little reel about this, right? You want to take charge of the situation. You're the pro, okay? You are the pro. So when I walk in there, I tell them exactly how it's going to go. Hi, Lisa. Let's take a brief, uh, a, brief, a brief walk to inspect the areas you need work on while I gather some measurements and images. I'll give you some info in our presentation package to look at. Then we can take a seat and I'll present you a price, tentative dates we can start and ask for your business. So you feel so you feel free to ask any questions you need answered before making a decision, right? I'm telling them that I'm going to ask them for their business. I want them to know that. As soon as I walk in the door, before we even get to the nitty gritty, I want you to know, hey, 
we're going to walk this. We're going to figure out exactly what you guys need done, what problems you have, how we can solve them, right? And then I'm going to sit down with you. I'm going to present you a price and I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask you to sign on a date, right? How does that sound? Sounds great. All right, perfect. You know, the one thing I always like to, to describe with this, right, is uh, the car salesman, right? You don't walk. When you go to buy a car and you walk on the lot and let's say you're with your mom or whatever, you're with your wife, whoever you want to be with, right? Um, you're wanting to buy a car. How would you like if you found the car, you test drove you, you were all happy. Tanner says before too, but like, and you hop in and the guy's like, all right, yeah, you're ready to buy. You're like, dude, I can't wait to just whip this, show my friends what's up, right? And then all of a sudden he's like, all right, I'll get that price to you back in two days. I'm leaving that lot. I'm going to the next lot to find that exact car and I'm buying that bitch today. You know what I mean? So the big thing is, is you guys got to understand, like, you know, they called you, they made the appointment, uh, they want the price. Like, I want to know, like, even in the comments I seen about dope, they're asking, oh, what's the price? What's the price? What's the price? Because that's, we want to know. We, we, we heard something we liked and we want to know the price because we want to know if we can afford it or let's get started on it. Right. So show your expertise, but you got to do this subtly. Okay. We're experts. They're not, you know, dumb it down for them. You just want to show that, you know, what you're doing and you can solve the problems that they have, right? But you don't want to overwhelm them with technical details. You'll lose them, okay? You'll bore them. Nobody cares how much millage is going on the cabinets. They want to know about the millage. They don't care how much, four mils here, four mils there, two mils, blah, 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 right? Um, I mean, I, I love the tech, you know, being technical and letting them know, you know, a different stream of professional is going to measure your millage and the other ones aren't, you know what I mean? That's great. But you have to explain. You don't want to get too far into detail and, and 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 kind of push them away from you already try to bait them into that yes, right? Okay, which really isn't baiting. It's more so leaning them into a great decision. Okay, um, so building rapport is key. Finding common ground. We kind of touched base on this before, guys. Okay, common ground is going to sell you the job. It's going to get you, you know, get the people trusting you and saying, you know what, I really want to see this guy again. Okay. So find common ground, joke around with them like your friends, right. You know, discussing topics like holidays, right. I'm a big Christmas guy. So I'm like, I see a bunch of Christmas decorations. I'm like, you love Christmas too. You do. Cause I do still. Right. And we'll start talking about the Christmas story or their fate. Home Alone 2 is my favorite Christmas movie. Right. Now we're, now we're deteriorating them from like, Hey, I'm trying to take your money. Okay. So it's very important, right? This establishes a personal connection, reinforcing the idea that your business isn't solely on making money, guys. It's important to them. They don't want to feel like you're just taking money. No one likes that, right? Okay. Ask questions. This is something that I had to learn. Okay. Like at first when I sold, I sold over the phone. So I talk, pause a little bit, talk, pause a little bit, talk, right? Um, cause I was trying to get them to say yes to a pledge card. Okay. Um, you got to ask the right question. So like, what's your story's good? Have you ever had a professional paint job before is a good one? Oh, yes. How, how was that? How'd that go? You know, it went pretty well. What would have made that experience great? You know, like just wondering, and why didn't you call him again? You know, I, I ask these questions because I'm probing them to tell me how to sell them. Okay. And if they haven't had a professional paint job, right, they don't know what to expect price. You can tell, I can tell you that right now. They probably painted the room themselves. Right. But then you can say, well, have you ever had a, you know, a professional contractor in here? Got floors, tile, anything else? Oh yeah, yeah. We got tile done. How'd that go? Oh, well, it went well, they're going to tell you on that. And then I'll also say, one of my favorite things is when they go that route, I'll say, was it more than you thought it was going to be? You know, cause I want them to say, yeah, you know, it was like $2,500 more than I thought it was, but it was so worth it. it turned out absolutely amazing. Bam. I love that. That's what I want to hear from them. 
You know what I mean? Because now I'm like, okay, it's probably going to be a little bit more than they thought it was going to be. But as long as I can push that value onto them of like, hey, remember that tile job, right? I'll bring that up. I'll recap that, guys. That's why it's so important to ask the right questions, right? This approach allows for a tailored pitch that addresses their unique problems. We're problem solvers, okay? We're not salesmen, we're problem solvers. We're here to solve your problem in the most delicate way to make it as comfortable as possible for you. Don't you wanna get your house painted and not even know we were here and then just give me a check at the end? That's what I'm trying to sell you, okay? Past success with their specific problem. One thing we have here is folders. So I got small interior jobs, medium interior jobs, big interior jobs, small cabinets, big cabinets, right? So when I, cause a lot of these houses look the same. So when I walk into a Royal Oak home, it looks just like a Ferndale home. So I got jobs that we've already done that look like this, right? So let's say they got a bunch of plaster repair because they're notorious for plaster repair, right? So I can show them, oh my gosh, you see these waves in your plaster? Yeah, this, we did the same job in Berkeley, had the exact same thing going on. This is what it looked like before, this is what it looked like after, right? Now I'm giving them an example of me seeing the same problem that they have and fixing it and having a solution that someone was very happy with. And then I'll usually combat that with, oh, this was Frank. Here, let me show you what Frank had to say about our company. And I'll show him a review, right? Okay, social proof. People wanna see and know what they're buying. If people know that they're gonna get a great job and it's gonna look exactly the way that they are and they're gonna use you to do that, they're gonna buy every time, okay? So ask for the business in person. Okay. When I was busy and I first started my company in my first year, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't close a lot on site because I just didn't have time, right? I thought I didn't have time. It was, it was head trash, right? Oh, I, I gotta get all these. I gotta, I gotta hit as many appointments as I can, right? Well, that was false. That was bad. Okay. So ask. Timing is key. No one visits a car lot like we were talking about before. Um, you know, to purchase it days later. God, get them while they're hot. They're hot. They like you. If you got them laughing, you got them going, right? Okay. Like get them during the presentation. Uh, like you need to be asking questions and and giving them yes. You want them to keep saying yes, right? You want them to keep saying yes. So I usually have a problem with questions like, that sounds good, doesn't it, right? Yeah, is this what you want? Yeah, I'm giving them easy questions to say yes, 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 yes. Get them used to saying yes, okay? So by the time they have to say yes, someone's gonna feel weird for them to say no. You know what I mean? And uh, deal, the other thing is like, detail all of the pain points that you touched with them. Hey, I remember that. You said your daughter was leaving for college and you really wanted to get this done before her, but we can actually get this done the same week like we discussed, okay? And then like touch base on, you know, other things. Like, I know you guys were worried about using too shiny of a paint. We only push matte paint, okay? Emerald, one of the best designers, right? All those pain points that they said kind of, you know, were kind of reluctant of saying yes to, bring those back up and tell them how you can solve those problems before asking them to say yes. Because if we just went over all of your objections of you saying, hey, well, I answered this question. You see, you were gonna say no if I couldn't answer this, answer that. Knew you were gonna say no, but I answered that. Answer that, right? It's gonna be real hard for some people because some people are confrontational and some people aren't, right? So if you've answered all their questions, they're gonna say, yeah. And that's what we're going for, right? And stay quiet. When you ask, when you make them, hey, okay, you present your price and you say, awesome. So it's gonna be 82, you know, 8,200. How does that sound? And just sit there. And it's awkward sometimes, but if you help them talk, you're gonna miss out on an objection handle that you can use, guys, okay? Let them tell you why they're reluctant to, to say yes, okay? I wanna know it all, I wanna know it all. So when I go back and I follow up, I can try and touch on that pain point again, okay? Super important. So 
be ready for an objection, right? You want to objection handle, but you don't want to push. We are past the pushy. You kind of got to, you got to buy type stuff. No one likes that. Okay. Um, some people want, you know, you can objection handle in a very nice way, right? You don't have to be pushy, right? You can kind of just subtly, you know, try and say, Hey, you know, um, let's see, like what would be one that we get all the time, for instance, like, you know, no, I, you know, I really want to make a decision. The one I hate is when the husband isn't there and they don't want to make a decision without touching base with their husband. That's always a tough one. Right. So that's like a great reason to like not push that. Cause I've heard people say like, well, don't you want to start making decisions by yourself and, and dumb stuff like that. It's like the worst thing you could do. Okay. It's the surest way for no one to ever answer your call after you pull up to them. Right. So that's what I'm kind of saying by this is that there's certain objections that you're just not going to be able to kind of review. Okay. Um, you can kind of try diving into your services and go from there. But typically what I do after that is the, after the estimate, right? I'm always going to set up an appointment. So like, let's say it's a Monday estimate, right? And she's like, you know, I really want to talk this over with my husband. Awesome. What time does your husband usually get off work? About six o'clock. Okay, cool. So how does uh Wednesday, this is, it's 11 o'clock appointment. Is 11 o'clock usually good for you? Yeah. How about Wednesday at 11? After you speak with your husband, I'll touch base with you again. I'll call you and we can dive right into this estimate and go through it again. Awesome. Sounds good. So 11 a.m. is perfect, right? I'm going to make sure I stay in the office to make sure I get hold of you. Yeah, no, that's perfect. Awesome. If you set a specific time like that, I mean, like the answer rate is like 70%. They'll either say no, they'll tell you why they want to say no, or they're going to say yes. Okay. It It is one of the best signs. I actually got it from um, uh, one of the guys from Paris Painting. Um, we were sitting at a table at the PCA and he said, I always set an appointment, you know, and I usually will call back, but I never actually sent an appointment, but it works really, really good guys. So make sure it is a must to set an appointment. If you do not close them, I usually do two day buffer, two days. I set the appointment and I let them know that I'm going to stay in my office to make that call to them. So, so they feel like, man, I really got to kind of answer this guy's call. He would be doing something else, right? Doesn't work all the time, but most of the people have enough common courtesy to answer the phone and let me know what's going on. And that reopens the floor to resell them or give them a discount, right? So after the estimate, when we're doing our follow-ups, okay, follow-ups are so important, guys. Um, if you don't close them, don't just let them go, especially if they're your ideal customer, right? Okay. Don't just call them to say, all right, guys, have a flexible, have an offer in your back pocket. Okay. couple of examples, a spot opened up sooner. Doesn't necessarily have to be money. Okay. Hey, so I know you guys were, you know, kind of reluctant to have to wait six weeks to get this job done. Right. Okay. Um, I had a spot open up sooner. I can actually get to it in two weeks. Right. That's a, that's giving them a reason to say yes. You have to give them a reason to say yes. You can't say, cause if they wanted to say yes, they would have already done it. And if they had questions 90% of the time, they're going to call you and ask you if they're ready to buy. Okay. So offer discount. I never mind offering a discount. I always have a little flexibility in my quotes personally, um, to wiggle off a 250. If it's a big job, 500 things of that nature. I mean, I have a, a few more guys, you know, I have 12 guys that I'm trying to keep busy. So, you know, to me, missing out on $250 is not a big deal. Um, I always leave a little bit of cushion in my um, estimating process to make sure that I'm able to offer discounts. Okay. Um, strategic communication. Um, Drip Jobs has email blasts. Okay. You can, I, I just figured this out maybe about six months ago, but you can actually make it into a list. So your customer list of all proposals sent out. You can click, let's say I went on 15 leads this week and I only closed six of them, right? So the rest of them, what I do is, let's say it's Jan it's in January right now, right? So I'll send them out a blast with an offer 
saying for the first 10 people that get this offer, right? Just to the people that I did for this week, okay? That I haven't closed of an offer of $250 off if they sign their proposal by uh, Friday or by Monday, okay? And I'll put the exact date, time, and I'll say there's only 10 spots available, okay? I wanna build urgency. I want them to not just look at that and be like, all right, I'll save this for a rainy day. No, this, this could be gone if I don't take a part of this right now, right? So like, you really need to use these CRMs and everything they have. That's why like these things and demos and all those things that uh, Drip Jobs put on, it's super important to go on those. All these new features, check them out because there's so many more things that you can be doing to try and get these, turn these no's into yeses, guys, okay? Um, systematic follow-ups, Drip Jobs follows up for you, right? But you don't want to let that be the only follow-up, okay? You want that to be the buffer. Like, eh, I couldn't get to them right away, but I got this buffer. Now I have some time. I'm going to reach out to them, right? Um, we try to do a systematic follow-up where we follow up with every client the exact same way, guys, okay? But if you don't have a professional CRM that looks professional when you're presenting, okay, Drip Jobs was a huge game changer for us. We came from House Call Pro. It was nice. It wasn't bad. We didn't, you know, dislike it, but it just lacked a lot of the features that help us in our painting business, right? Um, you know, time. Time is the most valuable thing in the world. You can always make more money. You can't get time back, guys, right? So this saves you time. This this makes your customers feel important as well, guys, okay? Um, persistent pipeline management. Key potential leads to call back. You want to make sure if you have these guys at least once a week, you're touching base with them until they say no. If they're my ideal client and they're answering the phone, I'm going to call them until they say no. And follow-up scripts, okay? Follow-up scripts. I have scripts. We follow up the same way, guys, with all of our follow-ups, okay? So make sure each follow-up is the same. This method allows for data collection to assess effectiveness and identify areas for improvement. But uh, that's pretty much it, guys. If you guys want any of this kind, any of these slides, any of that kind of stuff, um, I do have a slide here. Um, and make sure when you're following up, you're, you're, you want a yes. Give them a yes or no question. Don't just follow up to follow up. I'm following up because I want to close that job, okay? But thank you guys so much. This is actually my first slideshow presentation. Um, I usually get on here and talk, um, but I've never actually done a slideshow. So super, um, I'm going to stop sharing my screen real quick, but I'm going to leave this up. This is my um, direct email. If you guys want any of my follow-up scripts, any of my... Um, anything guys, my SOPs. I have a whole SOP on this sales process right here. Anything you guys need. Nick Slavic did this for me. The network, the people that I met from the PCA, they have been so, so nice um, to me with asking them for help. If you guys need anything, anything I can do to help you, please email me. I'd be happy to give you guys anything that I can do to help you guys. All right, guys. Well, thank you guys so much. It was a blast. I hope it was beneficial to you guys, man. Um, I love doing this stuff. I love talking to people. I've never really done the slideshow thing. So usually I like you guys to see my energy back here getting it. Okay. So thank you guys so much for your time. And uh, if you guys have any questions, you can drop them in the link. I don't know if I think I went a little over my time. So that might be on my boy Tanner. Hey, 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 what's up, guys? Thanks so much for listening to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. So I don't really advertise on this and I don't ask for much. You guys know that. But what I would ask of you is to give drip jobs a try. So if you don't know what drip jobs is, it'd be hard for that to be a thing. But if you don't know what drip jobs is, it is the software that you need to power your business to automate things that you're either wanting to do and not doing or currently doing and just not doing to the standard of which you want to be doing it. 
And that's where software comes in. I have spent the last three years of my life with my team building out this software. And hopefully by now you've heard about it. And maybe you know of a friend that's using it, or maybe you are feeling confident just by hearing it on this podcast. So my big ask for you, if you're getting something out of uh, what I put out, some of the value that you're getting from this podcast is to just go to dripjobs.com and schedule a free demo with my team. That's it. That's all I want you to do. Just do a demo. I want you to be aware of what features we have and how it can uh, help build your business. Now, some people that I've spoken to say they're not quite ready for drip jobs. Maybe they feel as though they're too small or it's not in the budget. First of all, everyone's ready for drip jobs. You need the features that are in this software to manage a business, whether that's creating proposals, invoices, change orders, work orders. It doesn't matter if you are a one man operation or you run a crew of 25 people, drip jobs is going to be the app for you. Second thing is, is it out of budget? Don't worry about that right now. We offer an extended trial. If you sign up on the day of the demo that can give you a kickstart to get going. The goal of drip jobs is to make you money within the first 30 days. This could be capitalizing on a lead that you got or even helping you upsell work with the optional item feature. So, so many things here. Again, the big ask that I have as a listener of this podcast, if you have not done a demo with us, please do so and uh, check out what we're building. We continuously update this thing and uh, I'd love for you to be a part of that. I'd love to see if it can impact your business uh, and that is my goal. So thanks for listening to this podcast. Hope you take me up on that offer. Get to dripjobs.com, do a free demo with our team and uh, see what all the hype is about.